In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. All right. Well, we'd like to welcome into the studio today our guest, Holly Moy. Hello. The executive director of Oklahoma Visual Arts Coalition and local man about town artist, Chad Mount. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show, Thank guys. you guys for coming. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. We're excited. So, well, I guess the, with the time that this show is airing... Um, a couple of weeks ago, we went to, me and Aaron and Steven and Chad went to Oklahoma Contemporary and saw the Hartel Dance Group do Austin Hartel's retrospective dance. And that was the first time that I've ever experienced any kind of dance show like that. And it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, absolutely I think mesmerizing. Chad might have gone by last night, maybe. I don't know. Yes, right? it was last night. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, and so that's really nice out there at um, Oklahoma Contemporary out there in the fairgrounds. And uh, I think we had we had a couple of the dancers that were guests on the show a while back. Um, and so getting to see uh, a dance like that and being exposed to that kind of art was absolutely awesome. I, I definitely heard the show and I'm really hoping that we're not expected to to give the same historical background. Mm. I was like, please don't test <laughs> yeah, my yeah. art history knowledge. <laughs> Austin, that, Austin that was pretty really on smart. point with yeah. Uh, yeah. a lot of information. Well, I mean, he's being a professor of it and all. He's, right. sort of, he's regularly right. exercising that information. Well, okay, no that's professor. not my title, so I feel better. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> professor Mount. <laughs> Dr. Mount. <laughs> but Holly, you are the executive director of the OVAC, Oklahoma Visual Arts Coalition, right? Yes, yes, and I am. You've been there for about a year now? About a year and one month. Which seems like I just got there a week ago. Wow. So, but you came here from? From Boston, Boston, from the East Coast, where the weather is very cold. Right. And it's not here. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your uh, impression of being in Oklahoma so far? Um, I really love it. I think that there's a lot of stuff going on that's exciting and new. Um, again, I think the weather is lovely. <laughs> and uh, It's really that much more yeah. lovely than the East Coast, huh? It's, you know, I've never seen a sky that doesn't have clouds. It's amazing. And there's ah, okay. so many of those days. <laughs> yeah. I actually had a, a a couple days this summer where I was like, you know, if I didn't see sunshine, that might be okay with me. Right. But then I was like, no, no, I don't want to go back to the East Coast. So it's, um yeah, things are pretty great here. I like it. Awesome. Um, so what do you do for um, OVAC? So I'm the executive director. Um Wow, that's a, I. I don't want to. <laughs> 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 what do I do? Hmm. That's great. That's uh, great. Yeah, there could be a long, long list, or maybe a short list. Um, so I do take the lead on some of the bigger programs and projects, exhibitions, as well as um, you know interacting and working with the board and managing the staff, working on a lot of the um, budgeting. Very exciting Excel yeah. sheets. Um, and also uh, leading up the fundraising efforts as well. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to bore you guys too much. Nah, it's not boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's information that we don't usually get to hear. So it's nice to kind of be able to you know, wrap your brain around how these sorts of organizations work and, and what it is that you're behind. Like one of the things that OVAC does is, is momentum, right? Yes. So... Um, Momentum, we it happens twice a year, and it's our program for artists under 30. So it's for emerging artists. Oh, I didn't and realize that. It's for artists under 30. Yes, 30 okay. and under. So I should, I should clarify that. You right. can be 30. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that happens in Oklahoma City and Tulsa. We just wrapped up our Tulsa um, version of that, and then we will be launching the Oklahoma City version in 
the first weekend of March. So I think that's the fourth and the fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys been to Momentum? Before? I went to one a few years ago. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a little wild, but I think that's what sort of makes it so exciting. It's um, it's meant to be an experimental space for right. emerging artists, for young artists, um, and I think it's you know it's uh, we don't censor anything so i think sometimes it can be challenging to certain artists to certain people that come to see the show um but it's obviously a very necessary program for visual artists have you been in momentum no no a portrait of me has been in momentum that's even <laughs> better yeah, yeah, at the time julia she i was there and she goes look chad we finally got you in momentum <laughs> no when i moved i was i was over that 30 mark when i moved to oklahoma so i never uh, okay okay and and believe me the first few years i was here are you are you momentum and you're just like no why not there's a there's a mark there's, there's yeah, a mark there yeah someone asked me in Tulsa they were like why didn't you submit to momentum and I was like oh that's sweet yeah no. I'm not no I don't I don't make the cut <laughs> okay so what's the reason for that then why is it why is it thirty and below you know that's a good question I think for us we really just want to focus on. Um, for this particular program. It's the only program that we do that has an age specificity. Everything that we offer, um, which we offer, you know, educational programming, business of art training. Um, we offer many other exhibition programming and grant funds. And mm-hmm. a lot of those you can't be in school um, because some of the more intense training, they take a lot of time. Um, and especially for the exhibition programs as well, like Art 365 and Concept. You're, you're not allowed to be a degree-seeking student. You have to be at least 21. So those things are for artists that have established, you know, somewhat of okay. a career path in, in the visual arts. And so Momentum is really the only program for um, young artists, artists in, in high school, to come together in a very professional... I'm not saying it's the only program in Oklahoma for high school right. um, visual artists, but... We put together a very professional exhibition. We give them a lot of um, exposure through, we highlight them on the blog, we highlight them in our, we have our own publication, mm-hmm. Art Focus Oklahoma. And then we also provide funding for them with Momentum. We have three spotlight artists with each program, each right. you know OKC and then three for Tulsa. And then we give them $2,000 each to create new works under curatorial guidance. So this sort of, um, you know, one-on-one work with a curator to create a new work um, or an interactive work or, you know, whatever. Sometimes it's whatever the curator has in mind for those projects. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't being offered. So that's sort of how Momentum came about. And and also, um, you know, Momentum's going on. This will be its 15th year. So wow, I'm really? really excited for Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Now, the one time that I went, it was at the Farmer's Public Market Building. Yes. Is it still there? Yes. Is that still where it is? Uh, it was there this past year. And we do have plans to go there again this year. <clears throat> but location is still TBD. You know, okay. we're just... We go with the flow. We, you know, right. I don't know. Maybe I have commitment issues. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, they're harder. It's harder and harder to find spaces to to host it. Yes. Because um, it used to be in uh, always. I think the first one I went to was at the farmers market. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they would hop around from different sp- empty spaces over the years, and that yeah. became more and more challenging as time. It was definitely, um, and something we, we would like to return to, you know, it sort of started out as this sort of gritty, um, sort of, you know, uh, under underculture sort of thing. Sort of like, yeah, happening. like an underground sort type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so, and we still, you know, we still offer, we still have bands. So the first night, it's, this last year we had something like 56 or, oh my gosh, that might be undercutting it. It might have been like 75 <clears throat> band submissions. So I'm like, are we a music festival right. and slash <laughs> art show? Right, right. Are you, so it's pretty cool. I'm just curious, are the, it's still broken into two days? It's broken into two days. We have, um, so last year we had some more mellow bands and we call that our um, down tempo night and that's typically the Friday night. And then uh, Saturday was very hardcore and I loved it. It was hardcore, great. Hardcore, nice. Yeah, loud. <laughs> loud is how we describe it on the, you know, on the information. Uh, Death and Current played and a couple other bands as well. So um, it's kind of funny to see, I think, all the sort of 
family or maybe more corporate people tend to come on Friday. And okay. then we transition into a lot of tattoos and piercings. <laughs> and okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So um And what what do you call the second night? I forget what uh, the, full speed. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, full, full speed. speed. And it I remember is this from last speed. year. I was talking to somebody and they were like, Oh no, we're going on Saturday night because that's gonna be the fun <laughs> night. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I think for me, it's just really exciting to see the range of people that we reach with this program. And then and one of the things that naturally sort of happens is people here in Oklahoma are really excited to buy this emerging art. Yeah. And so we have a lot of art sales, which I think is great. You know, it's exposure for the artists to be there to participate, um, to have their work seen by 2,000 people come in over the weekend. Right. Uh, but then the, the fact that people... Um, you know, these, these sort of, I don't want to, I don't want to make any assumptions of people, but these, you know, sort of wealthier, older couples mm -hmm. come in and then buy this kind of crazy, you know, <laughs> crazy art. I just think it's amazing. And, um, uh, you just don't, you wouldn't think that of certain people, you know, right. on the surface, but people love the program. It's very successful. So people coming in looking for some avant-garde type stuff can come <laughs> in and. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think, Hey, maybe it's just, they want to mix it up a little bit, get out of the normal. Yeah. It's cool with me. Um, so you kind of cover the entire state though. I mean, you're not just doing yes. stuff just here in Oklahoma city. And I think recently you were, you were out in, Osage County. What were you doing out there? Yeah. So we are a statewide organization. Um, and really, our structure, one thing that brought me here is OVAC is so unique in the way that we run and all the services that we offer um, to an entire state. And I've, you know, talked with a lot of arts uh, um, organizations and artist-run spaces, and there's nothing like us. So Oklahoma should be very proud that we yeah. have this organization and support for individual artists. Um, and so we do serve the entire state. I was in Pahuska. Pahuska, that's uh, a yes. lot of Pahuska. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I really, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, and we were up there. They are interested in some cultural district initiative stuff. They they want to make Pahuska an arts district. Really. Yeah, so this is, I was talking about this yesterday. This is, um, I think, one of the coolest things about Oklahoma, kind of coming from the East Coast, right? I, the chamber in Pahuska said, hey, come, I'm going to get a bunch of people together. Like, they're going to take time off work. We're going to have this meeting. Uh, and so she did, and she had all these signs up, and they were really excited to have us there. And um, we were just going to kind of listen to what Pahaska has to offer and then maybe what we can offer for artists living right. there. And then two cowboys showed up to the meeting <laughs> as, like, you know, business owners, stakeholders that want to see Pahaska be an arts district. Really? Interesting. And I'm just That's like... That's fantastic. Who yeah, are they? Yeah. Um, I well, grew up every summer going to Pahaska, so I'm really curious yes so i'm gonna feel really bad so one one guy's name is joey <laughs> and he owns the um the outfitter store and so there's like the strip that's going in so they want to see this um sort of this life that's coming into it and this other guy bruce and i think i think he's a cowboy look like cowboy um <laughs> but i know joey like actually rides horses right. from what i gathered look i don't even know what a cowboy does i'm gonna be honest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like that's right. You're wearing a hat, <laughs> and I think you ride horses. <laughs> like this you is got cool. dirt on your boots. Yeah, and this guy Bruce has this. You know, he has this gallery and artist school, and 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 all these amazing things. So we're hoping to do some business of art training um, with them, and really just support them in any way that we can. Um, you know, I think. We offer all these services at OVAC, but one of the great things that we do is if any any organization or artist just needs help, um, has questions, mm -hmm. just would like some feedback, we are always there for, for people, and we really want to be accessible and help everybody. And I think that's sort of what, when I came to Oklahoma, that's the one thing that I loved the most is the support system and everybody's working together towards something great. Right. So, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, so when, when you say that anybody can reach out to you, I, that kind of actually leads me to two questions is under OVAC, what all falls under visual arts? Like, what is that? Is it painters specifically? Mm -hmm. Is it dancers? Is it, I mean... Yeah, What's that's a that's that? a good question. I think that's always a little bit flexible. 
Um, so what we try to do is really, we, we don't serve dancers. We don't serve musicians. I mean, I guess in some way, you know, maybe we do when we have them as part of our exhibition. Um, and I say this for the majority of our programs. So what for visual art would be any sort of 2D, 3D, sculptural, painting, you know, however you want to qualify that. Also performance art, um, film, uh, new media. So, so those types of things are really where we focus. But um, we do have a program. It's called Artist Inc. And it started in Kansas City, and then we solicited for the bid to come here. So um, we do have this program in Oklahoma City. We've had it for three years, and we are just starting it in Tulsa. This uh, It opens in February. And Artist Inc. is an eight-week business of art training, and it's multidisciplinary. So you can you don't have to be a visual artist. Um, and the, Yeah, and so we really do see, unfortunately, there's only so much we can do at OVAC serving an entire state but we really do see the value in these artists working together across multiple disciplines um I think some really neat things that you know you've seen come out of this is Perpetual Motion did Kyle Van Ostal Mm -hmm. sort of did that project and I don't know if that was in direct relation to um Artist Inc in any way but I think these collaborations that are starting to sort of happen um, are really interesting. And, and Kelsey and Julia, you know, who were here before me, they um, had worked with somebody to do an economics, you know, sort of study in Oklahoma, central Oklahoma. And so one of the things they found is that artists in different disciplines were sort of in silos and they weren't working together. So that's why this program, we wanted to bring it here. So that's something that you guys can provide then is maybe you can't provide everything, but you can say, well, uh, we've got this organization or these people that need this and somebody else. And you can bring people together and kind of hook people up. Yes, for sure. For sure. And definitely the meeting in Pahuska, you know, I, I, um, there was a woman that runs a dance studio and she's like, well, how can you help me? And I was like, well, I, if you want to do anything visual art related, <laughs> um, you know, I'd love to help. But I think there definitely are support systems for people that are dancing or musicians. But the, the best thing about us going to Pahuska was that this group of people about, you know, maybe 10 minutes into the conversation said, you know, we should really be doing this every month. We should all be meeting. We should start a cultural calendar. So somehow, like, you know, even if it's just us showing up and people, you know, I guess, I don't, why would anybody be excited to see me? I don't know. (laughs) But sure, you know, for the most part. Because you're coming in with answers and inspiration and support (laughs) and positivity. Oh, no, that's daunting. (laughs) Uh, Answers. Um, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think just bringing the conversation together is the important first step right so yes we we would love to help i would love to help everybody but only, <laughs> only so many just well, chad i mean i think that's <laughs> yeah. well as that <clears throat> excuse me as that progresses i would be interested to learn more about it if you uh if you need volunteers or anything to go out and and across partake. the state uh Can just for pahuska specifically okay. yeah yeah because yeah, i do have only pahuska only pahuska yeah fairfax Bartles. no no well, doesn't pahuska are to get attention as it is because isn't that where reed drummond is from the pioneer yes. woman oh, okay. that's yeah that's her part of the world there yeah so they and i i look i don't know a thing about the pioneer woman but <laughs> i am originally from north carolina so i called my mother and i said do you know the pioneer woman she's like yeah of course Oh, okay. Like, I'm just the one that's sort of out of it. But, um, you know, that is sort of their attraction, I think, is is people come through the town just to take pictures. And and what's her her name? Ree? Ree Drummond. Ree. Mm -hmm. In front of her empty building. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She has an empty building down there. Apparently, she's I guess they used to live, uh, I think, downtown or something like that, didn't they? I don't know. Right. Or they were building something or yeah. working on a storefront or like a... Yeah, yeah. I well, think yeah, that's I think, still uh, in the works. Kitchen or something. <laughs> that, uh, that movie, August, and the stage play, August yeah. Osage County, has mm-hmm. got to been driving some attention towards them as well. I think, yeah, sure. Hey, don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is that house, is that, like, is that house is a tourist destination for people? Is I really don't know. There's a man there named Bruce Carter. I'm going to plug Bruce hard because he's go. awesome. Um, and... And Bruce seems to really do the reading, and um, he's working on some historical books for Pahaska, and he runs this 
art gallery and then he's also starting an art school and then he's starting oh, wow. um, some like residency space. I mean, cool. they're working on it. They're doing it. So if anybody has Pahasqua questions, call Bruce. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Well, Chad, yeah. tell us a little bit about uh, your experience here in Oklahoma City and, and uh, the type of art that you're involved in. My experience in Oklahoma City. Um, well, you know, it's funny about <clears throat> to connect momentum. Um, after I moved here, two weeks after I moved here from Oregon, mm-hmm. uh, Momentum was the first thing that I went to. Um, I heard uh, an advertisement on NPR. sounded interesting. And it was at the farmer's market. And it was what you described uh, it's supposed to be, which was this raw, gritty sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And chicken wire, rig <laughs> walls for the art. and um, but I remember standing on the balcony looking down and just seeing all the excitement and all the young people and I was and I I remember telling myself or I looked at my girlfriend I was like this was the right choice to move to back back to Oklahoma because it's very there's clearly something that's happening yeah. or well, about was that, to that you came back here that was January 2004 okay yeah and um, and then from there I so I, I do freelance design work as well mm-hmm. and started doing that, but began to, from that event, then I became a member and uh, started becoming more involved with that organization and um, just doing shows around town and different, often a lot of stores would have put on shows, art shows, because uh, there weren't as many galleries, especially for younger, you know, or emerging artists. And... Um, you know, that p- progressed over the years. Uh, fast forward to now, I, I'm still an OVAC member. and Thank you for that. We yeah, appreciate absolutely. that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, and, and I tell any anyone who's just getting into arts that I run into or maybe has just moved here, it's the one. I, I said, there's lots of things you can join, but for 45 bucks, you need to do this. And you'll get monthly newsletter with opportunities. Mm-hmm. There's just, it, it's so worth, what they do is so worth the, the investment. Um, so, and I was also in 12 by 12 uh, recently. Yes. Yes. And what was 12 by 12? Yeah, I was going to ask you to, uh, sorry to throw it back on yeah, you. Yeah, no, <laughs> hey, I love to talk. You guys can just, <laughs> you can just like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> well, for it. I was curious to hear more about how 12 by 12 turned out. and. Compared um, to years gone by, yeah. and is it growing each year? Or how it's that growing. Working? It's it was the most successful year. Which so twelve by twelve is our annual fundraiser, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's our only annual fundraiser. So the fact that it's growing and making more money every year is an awesome thing, right? You yeah. don't you don't want that to go down. Um, but twelve by twelve and momentum seem to be you know sort of our most popular events. I think. Um, somebody, I had a meeting with somebody and they were like, 12 by 12 is the best party of the year. Really? It's like, okay, cool. I'm glad you feel that way. I've never been to this party. Share that with a million people. (laughs) Um, so yeah, it, well, you should definitely come next year. We just had it. It happens in September usually. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what we do is we had 150 artists, but this year we had more because, In 2014, so many of the artists sold, so we had to have more artists. Because if you sell your work, you're automatically asked back. Okay. Mm. So I think something like 143 out of the 150 had to be asked back. Wow. So we wanted to have some fresh blood, so we bumped it up to 175 artists. All the work is 12 by 12 or 12 by 12 by 12. So it can be 2D or 3D or video. We had a video installation. Um, How does the video fit the 12 by 12? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) You just project it onto a 12 by 12 image. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So, um, and I have to be honest, I don't even remember, like, I was so busy that night. Like, didn't even get to see the work, Jeff's work. I feel bad. There's so many, um, with all those submissions, uh, I always laugh as I walk through when I see something that's clearly not within the very simple guidelines of 12 <laughs> inches by 12 it inches. Happens. How, yeah. I'm just it curious happens. how much of, of what you get doesn't meet that simple criteria. Not even, not even five pieces. Okay. I mean, it's a very small handful and you know, some of the artists have been participating in all 26 years that we've been doing it. So not that we encourage Going outside the guideline. Look, I know guidelines are tough for artists. They don't like to follow the rules. Right. <laughs> don't like to 
Yeah. Color inside the lines. No, bend the <laughs> rules, you know. Um, but I think, yeah, we look, when someone shows up with their piece and it's 13 by 13, we're just kind of like, well, we have a spot for you on the wall or on the stool. Like, just, <laughs> just drop it and, like, we'll just give you dirty looks. But not really. <laughs> they walk away and you go over and you shave off an inch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <sense>. exactly. <laughs> Sorry. No, we just, you know, then Chad walks by and is like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm going to remember this name. He's pulling out his, he's pulling out his tape <laughs> measure. I, know, I take a picture. I'm like, quietly yes. judging. There's a, there's, Chad's going to start Especially a Especially if I know them so I can give them a hard time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll let you do that. I won't do that. No, that's not your role. No, it's not. Look, hey, artists want to participate and and help us make money. I think that's yeah. that's amazing. So we give um, and you help artists make money. I mean, I've received yes. um, OVAC grants to. So fast forward from '04 to '08, I had a, an art show in Los Angeles, and uh, I applied for the what is it? The professional artist grant? Is that what's the? It's the professional. <laughs> Let me get on my phone. It has a professional uh, a, in it. Yes, yes. Up there's to twelve hundred dollars or something grant. like that. Um, there's a creative projects grant that's up to fifteen hundred. Maybe it was because it, it was to help me purchase tools. Yeah, and professional get, basics. Okay, thank you. Yes. Um, my my grants person's going to be proud of me that I remember. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> the, the professional <laughs> grants person would be like, it took you long enough to get around yes. to it. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that allowed me to purchase hardware and start building my own panels. So to take my art form to the next level mm-hmm. and save money there, and you know, ship it off to to show in LA, and uh, which I didn't go to because I was down at Flipside in Austin, small burn, like small. burn. It's a burn like a burn. Burning Man, but a oh, but limited to I've never heard I think, of the flip 12, side. Okay, twenty four hundred oh. people, something like that. Okay. An intimate Burning Man. It was yeah. an intimate Burning Man. And not, and not as much dirt, I guess. Uh, there was plenty of dirt outside <laughs> Austin. There's, there's, there's plenty of dirt. They had all the dirt there they needed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's uh, that was an extremely valuable. And I encourage anyone listening that's thinking about funding for your art to look into it. Because granted, there's a lot more competition now uh, yes. than in 08 when I did that. But it's these are some of the easiest grants uh, you'll ever apply for. I mean, as far as writing, yeah. as far as what you have to do, because I know a lot of people have fear of, because we hear how difficult grants can be. Like, oh, grant, I got to write. I this think there probably is a general fear of, yeah, trying to apply. And it for just a depends grant on and, the grant, mm-hmm. but yeah. there's there's a very. We easy. try to, you know, we try to make it easy, but we do also encourage strong grant writing skills because mm-hmm. that's a skill that. It's not because like oh we want to be snooty and have people write good grants. It's right. it's another way of us helping to train artists to get money outside of us, right? To yeah. have oh, other okay. opportunities. Right. Um, and so we offer workshops for grant writing and all those things. And and the, that was kind of a great segue, Chad, because the twelve by twelve, the funds that we raise for that fund our grant funding program. Oh, nice. So, um, and, and a lot of people, and then it, you know, and then whatever is left over sort of goes to all of our programs, but yeah, we have maybe five. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry, Laura. She's going to kill me. I'm like, (laughs) I think we have five categories. Um, some, some are very, the creative projects grant is very competitive. It's up to $1,500. Um, but some of the other ones are not so competitive. The education, the professional basics, I mean, would you just mind just tossing out really quick the so what's the edu- I've received the education one before mm-hmm. as well so what's what's that for how can someone uh, use that so education typically has to do with a workshop or something that would help you better your career not necessarily a skill but something that would help you work towards bettering your career an art fair something like that too sure if it's yeah a big one like art Chicago or Right. And um, and then professional basics is like, hey, I need to buy a new camera so I can actually professionally photograph my work. Okay. Um, creative projects would be if you're putting on an exhibition that is career altering um, and you're creating some new works, we would give you funds to help you with that. We have a socially engaged work. We have um, a grant for working with a nonprofit, a 501c3 mm-hmm. community grant. 
community partnership grant. Oh my gosh, Laura, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounds like well, it sounds like we need to go and look at your grants page on the website. Just the website or, in general, like just block yeah. off a day <laughs> and just be like, I'm gonna investigate all the things that OVAC has to offer. Um, there is a lot, and and all grant applications are free. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a member, although we strongly encourage membership. It not only does it show support, but it does also offer a does have a lot of benefits and it's what $45 a year mm-hmm. so yeah they range the individual grant or grant here we go stuck on grants uh, individual membership is $45 mm-hmm. um, student memberships are 25 so if you're a student um, we're trying to make it a little bit more affordable and then we have memberships you know we have a family membership and then we have memberships up and up and I will just take a second to plug we have um, a new membership it's called the collector membership and it is I won't say how much it is. Yeah. Spiegel will be off put, but we do have... I like the title, though. Collect- yeah. Well, it's very specific for mm-hmm. a reason. So we do have, offer monthly payments, and it is very much worth the, the value. And we give you <coughs> tickets and all these great things. But along with it, we, we have a community-supported art program. And so what that means is we commission works by Oklahoma artists to create a new work specifically for the collector membership. Really? And so twice a year, you receive new work. So you'll receive oh, two cool. new that pieces. That is awesome. Yes. And I we're just now launching. We have a collector. And then we have these like launch parties with them, which aren't, they're just intimate gatherings. But uh-huh. a big part of that is we want to make sure the artists come to participate at the launch party, present their work to their collector, and then start to build that relationship. That's fantastic. Yeah. So that's, it's almost like, I don't know how to equate that to what I was thinking, but the collectors paying this membership and in turn, amongst other things, they're getting basically two custom commissioned pieces for yes. them. Yes. And then at these parties, they're getting this sort of one-on-one with the artist to yes. appreciate so how, what that is. How I'm curious to know, how do you, because I'm sure you're, I don't know how many members you have, but I'm, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Um, I don't know either. <laughs> Please don't ask me. How, how do you? <clears throat> not that many, me. but is it the person uh, who's buying into that that selects the artist they want to work with, or do you That's do you guys question. narrow down the pool to to people that you know that could complete, you know, see it through yeah. your completion? Well, so so there's a couple factors um, that go into this. So with everything we do, we put together a committee, um, and we have people sort of make those decisions about artists, right? So for twelve by twelve, for mo- um, not momentum. We have a curator that selects for momentum. So OVEC staff really, I mean, it would be a conflict if we got into picking and choosing artists to participate mm-hmm. in our in our program. So we had a committee come together to suggest um, some artists that could participate in the program. And then we went and we said, okay, we have a handful of these collector members. We just started it. So please, there's no limit. Please come and join us. Um, but so we asked some artists. And so what we did is we sort of paired the collectors with who we thought would be a good fit. You do not know what you're going sort to get like a or who you're service. going to get. Yes. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> but we do ask for some feedback. I mean, if somebody really, you know, doesn't like landscapes uh, or cityscapes or right. um, blown glass or whatever it is, you know, you we do give you a survey. It's pretty general. Um, so, like, I could become a collector member and say something like, I really love watercolors. And then... Great. Yes. And maybe some other things too, because we can't promise no, you. No, just watercolors. Water co- okay. <laughs> well, that's my stipulation. There's strings attached. <laughs> you can't join. You know, the businesswoman in me was like, "We'll make that <laughs> we'll happen. Make that like, happen. we'll work it out." Okay, watercolors and uh, and sculptures. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, we can. We could. We could serve you for 10 years, totally. You'd That's be, awesome. yeah. So, yeah, and then we go and we match up the artists, and then we ask the artist, do you have time to participate? And we do put some size restriction on the size of pieces they're allowed to create. I think 24 by 24 is the biggest. Mm-hmm. We're not so worried about the small so much as... Um, we just don't want someone to come in with like a five foot sculpture and right. be like, here you go. Right. And someone's like, I have, I have no, no place play, yeah. for this. Um, and I'm going to guess that those artists are pulled from the OVAC gallery website, their work as far as we you- do ask that they be members. 
Yes. Okay, so not it doesn't matter whether they have art in the in the gallery. Uh, online, no, gallery. if you so that's a, a benefit of membership. If you um, if you are an OVAC member, we have our own virtual gallery, and essentially you build your own page. So it's kind of like having your own website. If you don't. I mean, I strongly encourage artists to have their own mm -hmm. website, but this is a really good first start if you don't have one. Um, and then to be a part of the virtual gallery, we have a lot of people that just say, hey, I want to find, you know, visual artists in Oklahoma. HGTV does this when they come through Oklahoma. They say, I want to find someone that does woodworking. They go to our site. They filter out wood. Yeah, so you can get on there. And yeah, you can yes. filter out by, yep. by medium and, yes. and all that cool stuff. Yes, you and can. find spe very specific things. Yes. So um, we do encourage that they're on the virtual gallery and that they are members okay. to for artists to participate in the program. And we always, you know, if somebody... I hope I get a bunch of calls, but you know <laughs> that if somebody wants to be considered, please let us know because I mean, there are a lot of artists that we work with and maybe sometimes it just doesn't cross someone's brain. I want to so. be considered. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Intent. I, I can't make any that. promises, Chad. No promises. Hand. I'm just letting you, I'm, I'm calling you right now from across the couch. Okay. <laughs> yes. I will, uh, I will drop this in the next there meeting, you. in the next committee. Yeah. So what is the website? Our website mm -hmm. is ovacovac-ok.org. Okay. Yes. Ooh, I always forget the dash. Yeah, yeah the dash, dash okay. okay. I, I think Good it thing was like... Google. OVAC OKC. Okay, I think I asked like it, why it wasn't, and there's something like an Ohio Valley athletic like yeah. community <laughs> that has the same... Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. So we're not the only OVAC, Damn. but we kind of are. Very good. <laughs> You're our OVAC. Exactly. Right. Yes. Oklahoma should be proud. So are there any events coming up that OVAC is going to be involved in that uh, we should know about or that you want to plug? Always. Always OVAC events. <laughs> uh, wow. Let me get my very long list out. Yeah, so please. Yeah, so Momentum is coming up. Oh, my gosh. Now my associate director is going to be so mad that I didn't, like, make a list. <laughs> you missed everything. <laughs> um, well, we do have a virtual calendar. We have the largest, we have the most comprehensive calendar of um, uh, visual art events in the state. So please go on our website, go to the calendar. If you're ever looking for something to do, start there. And there's opportunities and events, all those things. Um Momentum is coming up for us the fourth and the fifth, and this is a really like fourth shameless of, of March. Of March, okay. yeah. And this is a, a shameless side plug, but I'm also on Midtown Rotary. Oh, are our, you really? Yeah, okay. and our spelling beer is coming up. I've, oh, I've always wanted to be involved in that. It's so much fun. So you you help with the spelling beer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do. Sorry to sidetrack you, no, but tell me more. I want to no, hear more about I the do. spelling beer. I do. So, and I will say, okay, if I see you at spelling beer, I'd better see you the next week at Momentum. End of story. Because spelling beer does not pay my bills, and Momentum and does. And I will, I will track you down personally. Um, so, spelling beer is Midtown Rotary's been putting this on, and I'm not like I've only been on Midtown Rotary for a few months now, so maybe not the best person to speak about it. But I did go last year, and what parts I um, remember about the night. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, with your ticket, it's it's open beer bar, and then um, there's a spelling bee contest, and I I came in sixth last year out of about nice. I think about eighty ish people. Wow, I got eighty people to participate. in Yes, that? and nice. I could barely like form words by the time they got around <laughs> to like sixth place so i was like you know i think i weeded the other ones out by just like strength of my drinking that's palette. right <laughs> yeah um just power to stand up straight uh <laughs> well i mean one of the so how does that work do, do you have to be consuming a certain amount of alcohol no, as time is no, passing no. or like a, like like a shot for every misspelled word <laughs> no I, and maybe that's why uh, you know, maybe that's why some do better than other. They, they maybe they go a little slower. You, you're not required to drink, but it is really fun, and it gets okay. a little, it gets a little wild. It's an, a, definitely an adult party. Right. Um, so yeah, this goes on for hours. There's a spelling bee and Mitchell do you Rotary remember what thing. word you went out on that you misspelled? You know what? I don't. That's you I never remember, remember that word. I yeah. remember like my first word was like Chipotle. And I was just like, oh, well, I know this. <laughs> like, yes, I love Chipotle. Um, that does so, sound good right now. Yeah. You could use I, a huge burrito. Right. I remember the woman that won, she won on pterodactyl. What? On she won pterodactyl? Yeah. And wow. people were like, that's Can you spell pterodactyl? You, no. No. P T E R O D A C T Y L. 
I think that's right. <laughs> you should be in this. Well, I, no, I want to do spelling bees. I used to be in spelling bees. Because I can drink and I can spell. Uh, There's <laughs> two things that I'm pretty good at. That's good. I'm scared. And, yeah. I'm, I'm going to like review my GRE flashcards. <laughs> speaking, speaking of drinking, isn't there another OVAC fundraiser tonight? There is, but I don't know if this will air in time. But nope. next year. No, well. uh, <laughs> no, but this happens um, about the same time every year, right? Yes, What's it does. One? So tonight, right after this, I'm going to run to Refreshing the Palette. And that is at the Metro. Um, it has so many things after it. I'm sorry, Laverell. It's like Metro Wine Bar and Grill. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. yeah. Is it up on uh, Western? Yes. That's up on Western. It's a very um, lovely uh, restaurant. And Laverell is awesome. Super fantastic, supportive, and and helps us with all of our food for the 12 by 12. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of people commented how good the food was this year. And that had nothing to do with me. If it was up to me, you guys would have gotten like Ritz crackers and cheese. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Canned cheese, spray cheese. Right. Yeah. Like I don't cook. I wouldn't know what to do. But uh, so Laverle Lauer, she just totally crushes that every year. But we have a, so tonight uh, Laverle chooses 20 artists to um, paint an image evocative of an assigned wine label. So well, they actually get to go in nice. and pick out the wine label. They'll she'll select wine labels. Yes. They have a time to come in. Uh. And so, you know, first come, first serve, and then you pick what you want, and you go and reinterpret it. And it's yeah. pretty, pretty cool. I, I participated, and actually, uh, you were reminding me that Laverle actually approached me after a 12 by 12 when it was in what's going to be 21C. Um to talk to me about this. And in the very beginning, we, uh, I worked with her to help, you know, kind of lay out the guide, you know, as far as number of artists and that sort of thing. I don't remember all the details, but I just remember working with her on that. Um, and it's, I was surprised to, after three years, it just kept going. Yeah. I can't, I don't know how many years it's been now, but yeah, I, and I, yeah, I don't either. Um, so you, you buy a ticket, you taste some really fancy wines and hopefully you buy some art. So, unfortunately, if you're listening, this event has already happened. But we'll but be there next geez. year. But from what I understand, year. OVAC loves to party. So, just yeah. because you missed one doesn't <laughs> mean you missed point. out. There's more coming. Okay, dear... The new directors are lush. Yeah, dear board of <laughs> oh, no, directors. No, no, no. I kid, I kid, it's a joke. <laughs> dear board of directors, please don't fire me. Um... No, you know, I think one thing about just working in the arts, I mean, I, I think, hey, if you if you don't drink, that's that's fine, too. I think that if you just like to come out and listen to music and have right. fun, and it's always a super sort of amped up and positive environment, and that's, yeah. I, I was telling Chad, like, this it's is a... It's packed, too. It's that's yeah. one of the best things about, and I think you all, I mean, a good party is where your sh- shoulder or elbow to elbow, uh-huh. that's what this is like. Nuts to butts. Sure, whatever you're, you know, yeah. whatever the appendage is. Never, heard that. never but, heard that? Yeah, well, I'm a lady, I think. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I was telling, maybe I was telling Jack, like, this is a 70 hour work week for me, but. I um, like it's so the things that I'm doing are so much fun. I can't look, look, I have to leave here and go drink wine. Good wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, wine. For free, like fabulous wine. Like right. life could be harder. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, uh, that's a hard day at work, I'll tell you. Right. Yes, yeah. I know. It's really I'd like that, to put in seventy hours of drinking wine. All that manual labor <laughs> arm lifting yeah. is really tough. <laughs> Um, but yes, and, and so we have that going on. Hopefully next year, everybody will come out to that. But also spelling beer. I'm glad you guys right. are interested oh, in that I'm way interested in well. that, yeah. Um, we have ask workshops. We do a ton of business of our training workshops coming up next year. Maybe like maybe talk to Chad for a minute, and I'll like make a <laughs> mental list. <laughs> yeah, I get, you, do you have a pen? Right, I know. Where's what do you phone? got coming up, Chad? What do I have coming up? Um, I have a show coming up. Uh Actually, my first solo show in a little bit uh, will be at, <laughs> it's going to be in December, and it's going to be at the Lift OKC, which is, uh, you know, on the corner of 10th and Chartel, and it's still under development. Uh, according to my meeting last week, it will be finished by Christmas, and... Uh, Fingers crossed. And, yeah, and um, the I actually received an email yesterday about lighting and... and so I know all the the checklist that we went through has been okayed, and um, so I'm excited about that because it's a new, basically, it's going to be a new opportunity for artists in town every six months, and you've got a, basically a four, I think it's about a 45-foot wall, 
So as you come around the uh, roundabout and you're heading down towards, let's say you're going to the, the old Oklahoma Contemporary, if you're heading east, um, it'll be on your right-hand side. And yeah, so that's, I'm really excited about that. Uh, what else do I have coming up? Um, oh yes, I, I'm fortunate enough to have been one of the artists invited to the uh, Artist Invitational from DOKC, which is um, curated by Romy Owens. And oh yeah, Romy. Yeah. Yay, Romy. And it's all about public art downtown. So um, the more some of the art that you've seen popping up in the last year mm -hmm. is, was partially funded by that. And that proposal is due in a couple weeks. So uh, wish me luck on that. We'll see. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so going back, you know, this has been an interesting year. I've done uh, a lot of things that I haven't done before. Um, I've shown in uh, Korea twice. Uh, South, really? South Korea twice. Did, did you traveled <laughs> to South Korea? I didn't. Or did you just but, sent your work uh, out there? No, I didn't. But there were two. Uh, well, there was a the International Art Fair in Busan. Uh, mm -hmm. Was there was a gallery out of New York that was repping my art, so they took it there. The interesting thing about that, though, is where that where that um, art fair was hosted was fifty miles away from a shipwreck that inspired the that actually a piece of my art went down with. What? For real. Oh, wow. Yeah, for real. And the painting that went to uh, trying to tell you South Korea like, was inspired. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, I did. I tried to, but it was, it all came, it all happened so fast. There was, I couldn't figure out how to raise the funds to get it. Cause I wanted to go dive out where the shipwreck was. Um, <laughs> that would be Cause awesome. that is part of what I do uh, for research on my paintings is I like to study scuba or I, I scuba. I, I became certified mentally no, I became certified um, <laughs> to dive so I could nice. explore coral reefs. And uh, if, yeah. if you're not familiar with my work, you might, and you see it, it might make a little sense. Um, now I'm down in the ocean right now. And then, but no, so it was 50 miles away, and I didn't, uh, I had okay, I, I was, it went from Dubai, the art fair of Dubai, and over there, and when I pulled it up on the map, I first saw the island of Jeju, and that's what kicked it. I was like, oh, the island of Jeju? Wait, I have a painting somewhere between that and that coast. And I sent, uh, it was actually with a uh, couch surfer from uh, Switzerland that I hosted that was traveling through Oklahoma on Route 66. And he wrote me on Facebook, I think two years later, and said, I have some really sad news, and told me the story which then I used um, as inspiration for my last, uh, I guess it's 2012, so that was, uh, I had a solo show coming up in five months and I didn't have a theme yet. And that became the theme. So the, uh, was like 45 paintings were created from the perspective of the art as it drifts along the tides <laughs> under the ocean. That is really cool. And through that process, I, uh, we were doing documentary and doing like uh, viral leaks of, stuff going on and um my what i call blooming currents which is also what the show is called it's become my technique of mm -hmm. how i paint that just kind of naturally evolved out of it and of course i was playing with uh currents and, and i you know the, the stuff if you watch the way i paint in video form uh, there's a lot of blooming going on right. um but also when jellyfish come together in large numbers it's also called a bloom so there was all that, uh, but one of the things I loved about it is the art that sunk. The, uh, I plucked my inspiration from the ocean because it was really this sort of sea creature-esque thing. And I love the idea that the ocean violently snatched it back with a ship <laughs> in flames. And, um, in flames? Yeah, yeah. The, the message went something like this. Uh, hey, it's Cedric. I don't know if you remember me. You hosted me and two friends couchsurfing a couple years ago. Uh, I have some very sad news. That piece of art you gave me went down in, a, or, or somewhere in the bottom of the ocean between the island of Jeju and the South Korean coast. Period. And <laughs> then the so next exotic. line, next line with the broken English is like, "I had shipwreck in the middle of the night, in the middle of the ocean. All my belongings, including the journal with your art, went down with the ship in flames. In flames. In flames." It's like yeah. a movie ending. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I did some research <laughs> after, uh, so I, I'm like, oh, wow. 
this piece that was inspired by that is now back over there. Um, so I, uh, the research I did, apparently there are several, that's not uncommon to have shipwrecks in that area. Um, and it's also a great place for uh, coral diving, apparently. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, then that piece went on to something that was called, uh, it's, it's, Hotel, it's Hotel Art Fair Asia, I believe. And it takes place in Hong Kong and Seoul. And mine was in Seoul. And it's this luxury, uh, it's in the financial district. And it's a weird concept. Um, because they take spaces that are not, I mean, they take hotel rooms and put art in them. Some t mm -hmm. And some of the images I saw were like pieces leaning up in, against a chair. But you have some of like Japan's most famous contemporary artists. And so I, I thought, well, if they're cool with that, I'm cool with that. Um, so I, I didn't go, but I spoke with someone who uh, lives in Seoul that was also in the show and got some feedback. And it was, uh, it, it was interesting. Yeah. Didn't sell the art, but <laughs> it was, it was a, culturally it was something cool to be a part of. Yeah. And, um, and then I just yesterday received an invitation to um, show in, in Miami in December as part of all that art fun going on down there, but I'm awaiting details on that. Right. Um, I feel like I'm missing, I'm forgetting something that's just kind of majorly relevant, but that's, that's what I have going on for the most part. Well, and then, cool. oh, 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 yes. Um, big deal. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, this last week, uh, I found a new artist studio and have been moving into that. Yeah, I think that's one of the things we're going to try to hit up on next is kind of talking about art space, you know, for, mm -hmm. for local artists. And Well, you know, Holly, you mentioned something about, uh, who was it that said artists work in silos or, or work solo? It was I mean, a, yeah, yeah. It, was <clears throat> a um, it was a study in central Oklahoma. Um, and so this was quite a few years ago. And so it was about different um, disciplines of artists working in silos. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, I thought you were I saying I did not that, do the study. <laughs> I, I, I misunderstood. I, I was thinking that it was saying that artists work more on a solo basis as opposed to some other no, groups. No, it's that more about like, you know, musicians don't talk to visual artists and who don't yeah. talk to dancers, who don't <clears throat> talk to poets. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But now they do because of our program. Because of your program, yeah. yes. Yeah. Bring them all together. Bring them all yeah. together. Yeah. I think, um, were you, go ahead, Chad. <laughs> uh, no, you, you said you think what? No, no. I, uh, so we're talking about artist spaces. Mm -hmm. Did you have a did you have a question? Well, I think uh, he was going to mention that that he's moving into uh, a new studio, but mm -hmm. um, just the availability of of space here in Oklahoma City. That if if you are an artist and you want you know kind of a place to call your own, um, you know, to sort of develop this collective workspace where you can have you know a bunch of different artists all gathered and they each have their own space, and then it can also help. You know, influence each other and and motivate each other and be sort of a, a support network. Mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of like what OVAC provides for a lot right. of people. You know, kind of have these to be an work. anchor. Yeah, to, yeah. To we be don't an have an anchor in that arena in in the no. city, and I think you'd probably agree that most cities that are ahead of us by thirty years or so have well, had some sort of anchor district. Sure. Dealing with because there's a, a lot of support and a, a lot of fabulous things going on in the arts. Mm -hmm. And you heard me touch on this at the uh, Rotary last week, but there's there is a uh, major uh, deficiency in uh, availability of affordable, affordable. So it's mm -hmm. key. Yeah. It's key. There's a different. There's because there a lot right. of people in this town right now are talking about shared co-working spaces, which is a different concept. Um, and and I know that cities. Uh, this is nothing new, but because you know, artists will often move into an area and often that becomes an anchor, but then they get pushed out. Um, mm -hmm. But there are, and that's a problem across the country, but there are cities that have figured it out. And um, I think it's, it, it is time for our city to figure that yep. out uh, because we're not, we, we don't have the real estate. We just don't have, and nobody 
And if you, and if somebody, I mean, please prove me wrong and introduce me to this person. Nobody's going to build a new building for artists in this city, as I see it. Would you agree? I mean, for working art, for a brand new building for in the interest of Ooh. funders, <laughs> <laughs> I will plead the fifth. Okay, uh, I think. I have I sort of have a different view, but I'm like always a bright side kind of person. So hey, I'm uh, me too. But you're kind of more on the ground working, you know, the physical studio space when I'm stuck in an office and traveling around the state and stuff like that. So it, I think it's interesting to hear your perspective. For well, sure. yeah, and like I said, because you're exposed to a lot more of the progress, a lot of the progressive things, and and uh, you know, are catalysts for that, and that's awesome. Um, but this is. Uh, and it came to light to me because uh, I've had the same working studio for about four years and I was uh, kind of spoiled because it was really big. Mm-hmm. And um, But I, it was time to, to uh, get a new scene. And, um, and I thought for sure in the last four years uh, there would be more with all the districts and, and mm-hmm. all the artists and all, just all the support for the arts. There would be, like I knew the Paramount had artist studios. Yeah. Uh, you guys had Jack mm-hmm. in earlier. He's got a space there. But I don't really, um, I spoke with them and I know they're full, but I also know that building has like a, a whole lot of areas that aren't f- being utilized. Right. So it's, it's, and you'll run into that um, or you'll run into temporary situations where it's a transitional space and you can have it for six months and then once you, you bring the attention there and it leases, you're out. Which, of course, is not sustainable. Uh, it's no. but that's a cool thing and it's a good thing and I uh, you know it's uh, urban culture project in uh, Kansas City was really good about doing that sort of thing and it's kind of in like a residence situation and you I, know, to give artists experience I feel like that's kind of what we've heard or seen a little bit from paying attention people like mentioned Jack Fowler like that's a relatively new thing to him that he got that space and even his reaction to it is I'm so lucky to have found this space um, and then, you know, he brought up um, another local artist that just got new spaces, Rick Sinnott, got this space in the Paseo. And even that, I mean, it's a big space and he's sharing it with somebody else. But mm-hmm. but that's a huge space. Yeah. And, that's, and, that, and that space has sat there for years, not right. being utilized. And then we've talked to, like, we had the Hartel people on a couple of weeks ago, and you hear Austin tell these stories about them being relocated out of one rehearsal space to another. They've been lucky enough to find a home, but it's kind of like what you're saying, Chad, is that... There's somewhere, and all of a sudden, more attention's brought to that space, or the city has started to grow into that area more, mm-hmm. and then the property becomes more valuable to the owner and the than, yes. than to provide yes. it to the artist at a at a low cost. Well, generally, it's you know, it's hey, let's put an artist in a in a uh, in, in a neighborhood that needs to be brought up. Classic gentrification, and yeah, then the right. artist is the spectacle and the tool, and then the artist can't afford to live there anymore. Yep, right. Wow. Well, um, yeah. But I, I will say, on the flip side to all of this, and when I say in the interest of funders, I'm just saying, you know, I don't want to offend anybody. I think that well, sure. I don't. Maybe I don't know enough because I've only been here a year to really say nobody's doing it. I think. Um, well, it, it sounds nice like you might have, know that no. somebody <laughs> has thoughts or aspirations of I think, doing that. You know, I think it's mm. there's so much happening downtown that is very economically focused right now, and mm-hmm. so sometimes an investment in artist studio spaces can maybe be overlooked. That being said, I I don't want to quote Shepard Fairey because, oh, but you're so, going to. but I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> because of so many reasons. Um, but he said something like, you know. Um, when the, and this is one thing that brought me to Oklahoma that was so attractive. There, are, He said, you know, there are no more living artists in New York City. And that's because there are bartenders okay. that are artists. There are gallery workers that are side artists. Mm-hmm. But in Oklahoma, you can be an artist full time. And that is, and hopefully that's, you know, OVAC's job to provide some of those support systems. Sure. But... Um, and, and I think sometimes people are a little disillusioned with how much it costs to live in Oklahoma City. It is more now than what people still are envisioning. And I know I this being right. pretty new here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is still affordable. And mm-hmm. so I do think that you can be an artist and live here versus where I came from in Boston. It's 
not only can you not be an artist, you can't even work in arts administration and afford to live there. So I think there are attractive things. And we were just in Minneapolis and artists were like, how do, how do people do it? And how do you be an artist full time? And it's just so expensive. So I think that there are definitely people here that are doing it. Mm And so that is, that's exciting and I think something that is unique to Oklahoma that we can actually pull through. But if somebody wanted to like throw some artist studio spaces at us, that'd be cool. We'd like that. Right? It's, well, yeah, it's, I, I well, think it's more than cool. I think it's uh, honestly, I, I think it's key. I think it's because every every city I've visited that has a thriving um, art scene or scenes has at least one you know, old warehouse district or something where yes. they've got the artist lofts and, mm-hmm. and these don't, I'm not necessarily talking about lofts, but just a artists are not typically uh, unlike, um, other, or, uh, let's say, you know, tech organizations or, or people who are into program or whatever. They don't, they just don't, uh, unless it's around an opening or, uh, you know, uh, an art walk or something, they don't often, um, come together necessarily cohabitate mm-hmm. yeah uh they're all off doing their art right. separately and there's a lot to be said for having a central space where uh you know it's you can just learn so much more and you can learn from people that you didn't even you yes. never thought you would you just happen to be in near proximity to them um yeah that conversation is definitely valuable and to get feedback and criticism or whatever it is when you're in um those you know studio spaces where you can pop in where hopefully that's okay with the artist at some point and give some feedback is incredibly valuable you know past school and i i think generally speaking what we're seeing is that we're just in this state of flux with this because there's things like ovac that have been around forever but we still don't like you're sitting here telling me about these grants that are available i've never heard of them and that's right. not a failure on OVAC's part as much as a failure on my part for not going and seeking that information, but just not being plugged into that information and not knowing that that's there. And I think that's where the conversations come with some of these spaces is that there are people in the city who have those interests in art and they want to support and they want to do this, but they don't stop and think sometimes like, well, wait, where are these artists actually working? Mm-hmm. And it, you're talking about the affordability of living in Oklahoma City and that was something that you know Austin Hartel brought up too. He's like, yeah, but the cost of starting up as an artist here mm-hmm. is higher because there's not affordable working space or or we don't know mm-hmm. about a grant to help me get my tool set to get me right. that camera or right. whatever. So to the startup, these emerging artists, like you're saying, is the focus of momentum. They don't know the business of art. I mean, everything you're saying, it's kind of funny to me because I'm sitting here thinking, you're, you're doing exactly what we need. We need people being educated on the business of art. Oh yeah, it costs money to rent mm-hmm. a space and to buy tools. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, don't forget you can do this and this with your taxes and this is how you can right. operate professionally. This is a business plan. This is this what is, your budget yeah. should look we like. We know that you're an artist and you want to be creative and all that stuff, but you got to buckle down and realize if you want to do this full time, it's a business and you have to think yes. of it like that. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, well, I think that's where we're at right now is we're just, we're growing and this is a growing pain where we're at this point where we have some great things like OVAC and other organizations, Oklahoma Contemporary, that are trying to do these investments in education. Mm-hmm. And maybe where we're lacking is real estate, literally. Like, we just, nobody sat there and said, It's oh, being bought up. Yeah, we, we have a hundred artists here in the city. They're all great, but none of them have places to work except that spare bedroom in their apartment. Right, yeah. And as we, so- as we know as creatives on our side, like having that stuff in your house sometimes damages both mm-hmm. sides of your life, the creative life and that life where you're trying yeah. to decompress for a minute and yeah i'm going through like this the move into this studio uh, is huge for me because i'm taking you know the digital component which was in my apartment out and putting that into the studio so all so my apartment will now be for a living there you go no work <laughs> which is a huge that's a big deal um yes. And I also but it's to like any small business, right? I think you have yeah, to totally. find ways to make income that are not just one way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you, ha- you kind of start out of your house and then you move up. And right. right. So I'm glad and that you're so, at the next step. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, and I'm not the only one. So uh, for those that are moving up and, and needing a place, I think, again, it's, it's very important that, you know, this this question be uh, thrown out and, and evaluated more, uh, especially right now because I'm fortunate to 
space that I, I did land, um, sharing with a couple other people, but there's a whole warehouse behind a door that is becoming available in January mm. and the owner is dead set on it, turning into artist studios. That would be amazing. So, um, I'm sure artists would love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I would actually like yes. talk to you about that uh, sure. in further detail. Yes, area, because, I'd love to, to help out in any way. Um, even since I last saw you has evolved into yeah. Well, I think Still we're gonna blows me away. we're gonna go ahead yep. and wrap it up here, so we don't run too long. Um, but uh, Holly, again, the the OVAC uh, yes. website. So I know we're wrapping it up. Can I shamelessly plug? Please a few do. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just in remembering. So we do have the uh, Oklahoma Art Writing Curatorial Fellowship. They're gonna have their own issue of Art Focus, um, Oklahoma Magazine, and it will be. Um, critically based so there will be some articles with art criticism and then they will have an opening at main site contemporary in um, february for some experimental curatorial labs and Mm. then um this summer we're going to open our concept exhibition which i won't even get into because there's a lot of components but we'll open that at um, the hardesty art center in tulsa and then sort of the biggest news which i feel really bad that i didn't bring this up um during momentum is that in 2017, May of 2017, we have partnered with ECU and ADA Mm -hmm. and the Chickasaw Nation and a couple other, actually quite a few other partners to do a Momentum Film Festival. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So it'll be film and new media and we will kind of have it throughout their main street and we'll have some some film going, but then we'll also have some, you know, art and technology, digital art and pop-up areas um, down their main street. We might have to bring you back just uh, to go over that event by itself. Sure. That would be awesome. Anytime. I'd love to talk. (laughs) So the OVAC website is um, ovac-ok.org. Right on. All right. Well, thank you so much, Holly. Thank you so much, Chad, for joining us. This has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you for having us. Chad, do you have a website you want to plug? Oh, (laughs) do I have a website I want to plug? Um, No, not today because it's being (laughs) rebranded. You better Soon. be on that OVAC site. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I was going to say, for any of you members out there, you should update your um, gallery, as you should I. And if you're not a member yet, go join OVAC. Thank you. Right, well, thank you guys so much. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's awesome! That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. One of our favorite adventures is the Escape OKC. Wafty listeners get an exclusive discount when they use the coupon code listen to wafty That's listen the number 2 W-A-F-T-I. Visit theescapeokc.com and book your room now. You can help us continue our urban adventures by going to our website, www.waftyshow.com, and clicking on Support Us, where you will find a variety of ways to contribute, including becoming a Wafty Knight, which will grant you access to our exclusive content. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. We're on SoundCloud.com slash Wafty Show. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. And of course, www.waftyshow.com. We'll We'll see see you next week. Get the wine out